and most recently undertow about mermaids who show up in Coney Island and then weird, crazy things happen. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Michael Buckley. <laughs> <laughs> ah! Mr. Buckley, take your seat, please. Uh, Rita Williams Garcia. Just applause for that. She is a crazy award winner. Um, so many awards, we can't even list them. She's a local girl, born here in Queens. Um, you might know one crazy summer. So look it up if you don't. Rita, please. <laughs> Get over near the campfire. Um, and here's a guy you might not know, Daniel Jose Older. He's done many things. He's a writer, uh, but he's also a musician, a teacher, a paramedic, and he's written Shadow Shaper, which was just up for the Kirkus Prize uh, recently. Great, crazy book. And he's got one of the more disturbing stories to tell in here, too. Daniel, come on out. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, this next guy, I don't even want to introduce him. He's a rebel. He's a nonconformist. His name is Adam Gidwitz. Has anyone ever heard of this guy? Well, they have. Adam, come on out here. A fairy tale shaper. Thank you. Come on, oh yeah, he wasn't even gonna shake, that's good. <laughs> now, no one knows anything for certain about this next author. Um, she said a lot of things. We think she may have been at some time a firefighter, a teacher, a janitor, possibly even a lion tamer. I just made that up. Uh, <laughs> but it might be true. It's Kelly Barnhill. All the way from Minneapolis. Kelly, come on out. <laughs> now, this next guy, his middle name is Trouble. And you spell that T-R-O-U-B-L-E. He doesn't even have an E in his first name. He is the author, the illustrator, the twisted mind behind Captain Underpants and Ricky Ricotta, Dave Pilkey. <laughs> All right, let's, let's get to it. I think we're going to start. Uh, let me join the campfire, and we'll have Michael Berkeley tell us his tale. Oh, okay. Do, do I sit here, or...? Uh, you can sit wherever you want. Okay. Can I sit on that lady's lap? <laughs> I should not sit. You can sit It's a bunch of ladies looking away. <laughs> right there is probably yeah. fine, Michael. Um... Before I read this, I just want to say um, I stole this uh, part of this story from my wife, who um, uh, had an invisible friend named Shaki as a child, and she's very mad that I ripped this off. We gave her a free ticket. I know. <laughs> she shouldn't be so mad. Yeah, what is it? Marshmallow? I hear my little brother's terrified screams a block away. I pump my pedals as hard as I can, and I steer my bike toward home. Tearing through my yard, I destroy my mother's azalea bush on my way to the back of the house. 
There I find him clinging to the highest rung of a rotting rope ladder. It leads to my long-abandoned treehouse, a place he should know better than to explore. It's been threatening to collapse for months, and worse, it's dizzyingly high above the ground. If he falls... Hold on, Dylan, I shout, ditching the bike and sprinting to the base of the tree, paying, praying he won't plummet to the ground before I can get to him. He's only four years old. How did he even get up there? Tyler, I'm slipping, he sobs when he hears my voice. I'm coming up, I say, trying to sound as confident as possible. I scamper up the remains of the rope ladder as quickly as I can, hearing its strained fibers groaning against my weight. I nearly fall when one of the rungs splits, but I manage to hold on and regain my balance. A moment later, I have Dylan safely in my arms, and we climb back down. You know you're not allowed in the treehouse, I cry, once we were on the firm ground. It comes out loud and angry, and he breaks into fresh tears.